No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me, as always. NBA free agency almost done. A lot going on. Dame Lillard is still out there, but there have been a ton, a ton, a ton of deals across the board. A flurry of deals. (laughs) A flurry of movement. Me and Big Nick the Quick are about to jump into it, break down a couple of these destination spots for some of the biggest stars in the nba we're gonna go through a little list we got this is how we're gonna break it down because you know there's always some good deals and some bad deals we're about to go through it like this we're gonna give out the love section what pickups what moves did we love what pickups are solid what are borderline and then we get down to oh brother this is not gonna end well for said club so we'll break it all down we'll talk about it throughout no catch-up, Sports Talk via Chicago, NBA free agency. Let's get it. Big Nick the Quick, what's good? How we feeling? You already know. NBA free agency almost in the books. A whole lot of money getting tossed around oh, this week. Oh, a lot of money. Oh, a lot of money. <laughs> hey, shout out to the NBA for not stopping. It's like the finals in. We get straight into trade season. We had a, a flurry of trades. We weren't on last week, but had a flurry of trades going on, starting off with the uh, – the Bradley Beal deal, which we did break down, but I think right after that, the Porzingis deal happened. Yep. Then you had Chris Paul going to the Warriors. Uh, I think I'm probably missing another deal. And then we go straight into free agency, man. But a lot, a lot, a lot of cash getting tossed around out there right now. A lot of cash getting tossed around. Some we were expecting, like we talked about, Chris Middleton probably getting re-signed back in Milwaukee. What else, sure. what other move could they do? Like it or not, if you follow this pod, you know where I stand on Chris Middleton. It's your boy. He that was always going to be the landing spot. We, we we were expecting that to happen. We'll see how that ends up shaking out. Because like we said, looks like Milwaukee is essentially going to bring back the same team they've been rocking with for for multiple years for now. three for three years now. They have not changed. They have not changed their roster since they won a championship. Yes, and if you know that window, they went out. It opened up. They went and got the title. Yeah, that's close. Easily, easily could not have a title. They, they, in my opinion, are resting on their laurels a bit. We know we've talked about it a bunch, but we'll get into a bunch. Let's start it off. We're going to give you all a quick 30 minutes here on FA, how we feel about it. Summertime. Summer league is around the corner. So, nice. big need to quit. Yeah, we got to get, get to summer league, by the way, one of these uh, one of these years. I think we should just do a, a full-on post-up seven days. Seven yeah. days in the desert, summer league. I heard that's like the spot to be. Everybody's out. No, nah, I've been. I've been You've multiple been, right? times. Yeah, 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 yeah it yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, it's very fun. League. Yeah, it was a good time. You could uh, you could catch some solid hoops, and then you could have a solid time as yeah, well. A couple sure. activities for sure. Um, but yeah, let's kick it off with the love section, man, because we got to show love here on No Catch Up. We we and, and this actually leads me into something I've been I, I want to say. During the NBA season, I'm very active. I'm on pods, I'm releasing stuff, I'm tweeting, I'm doing the whole thing. When the NBA Finals ends, that's kind of where I start to kick it. I'm not a really big draft guy. And Nick, this is why I'm not a draft guy. 
I and when I say I'm not a draft guy, I'm not putting out tons of content surrounding the draft purely on the basis of. I don't even think we talked about the draft. It's yeah. too much. There's too many question marks. And then I get dragged into talking negatively about a 17-year-old kid, and I don't like doing that. So I could go out here and just say, yeah, Victor Wembanyama is going to be really good. I like his game, this, I like that. I like Brandon Miller. I like his game. Next thing you know, we're talking about Brandon Miller. We're talking about pistols. Brandon then we're the talking about, about get the strap. Talking about the <laughs> Scoot Henderson, is he big enough? Is he going to be able to make an impact? Yeah. We know he was on the Ignite. He did this and did that. And it's just like a bunch of guessing. For sure. So I'd rather just wait, see these dudes actually hoop, and then start commenting and breaking down their game. That's why yeah. I'm not a that's why I'm not a big NBA draft guy. Cause half of the content is people just crushing 16-year-old kids that are trying to be in the NBA and make an impact. Se- sure. 16 to 16 to, or not 16, but eight, yeah. 17, 18 to 21 year old kids that are trying to make an impact. And I don't like doing that. I'll come out and be like, yo, I think this guy can hoop. But all this deep dive analysis on what uh he reminds me of uh he's yeah, a cross ex- he's a cross he's a cross between uh this guy and that guy. Like, yeah, exactly. Like what like, the fifteenth yeah. pick from St. Mary's is gonna impact the right. where the, the magic. It's like some um, people get crazy into it. I don't I don't watch enough amateur hoops to even sit here and pretend like I have an opinion. Just like you, like I could watch a highlight tip anybody be like, oh, he's cold. But like I don't know what that means as far as him translating to the NBA. So I'm kind of like you, man. Take your pick. It is what it is. Let's see what happens once these guys get to the league. Most of the time you end up finding some of these guys in the in the teens that end up being, you know, your, your top dogs, right? So like it, it shows it's a very inexact science. Same thing yeah, in football. So- so it, it kind of is what it is. How about this? Shout out to Blackhawks getting Connor Bernard, though. Yeah. Of, I don't know nothing about <laughs> Buddy, miss. but I watched some highlights. Apparently, folks can't miss. <laughs> Apparently, like, nice. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for sure. Let's get to – how about I just wait till October? Yeah. And then we chat about it then. Hey, when he's you know getting, what? When he's getting minutes. Show me, the, uh, show me the scouting report on Walker Kessler. Yeah, it's wrong. I'm going to tell wrong. you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell you that now. It's it wrong. wrong. It's wrong. You feel I'm, what I'm saying? Kessler going to thirty, thirty something, twenty something, uh, it dude. Was, it was thirty spots I, too low. I'm telling you, it was wrong. <laughs> it was wrong. So, so yeah, that's a perfect example, man. Like Hoopers are all over the place. You can find guys. Uh, yeah, come to me in October. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. a lot of like situational spots, minutes. Sure. Who that? Who who are the players oh, around them? All that. It's just a lot of guessing. That yeah. people are trying to like pass off as evaluation. Like, yeah, it's your opinion. I get it, but yeah, it's we don't know. So, like, let me see Buddy play. And also in free agency, I like free agency a lot more than I do the draft. But I still just like, man, let's just see. Like, man, I, I'm not sure about the Brad Beal shit. You got three guys that are all shooting mid-range jumpers. I don't know how it's gonna work. And none of them have the ball. But I know come October. They're going to be in Phoenix playing. So we're going to see how it works. I, I, I'm more like to break down the hoops that I'm actually seeing than, than guessing with like the, the draft and free agency. It's a lot of fun, but there's not a lot of free agency is way it. more fun because of the drama. I think player of movement course. in general is fun. It's fun to cover player movement. It's fun to talk contracts. I, I think to your point, we're not no, really no trashing doubt. kids anymore. Like Chris Middleton's a grown man, so he can get all the smoke from us on the pod and there's no problem with it. But 
So to me, free I don't I don't care about the draft at all. I, I really don't. Uh, but free agency for sure, man. I think just the movement and how the NBA sets it up. The NBA 100% knows that free agency is drama filled, and they make it that way. That shit happens on the Fourth of July weekend. Gives you something to talk about. It's right during that little dead time. They know the NFL is crickets right now, so they, they kind of get all their shit in. So I like free agency, but I definitely hear you, man. It, it's all about what happens once it kicks off in the fall. So yeah. with that right, being said, yes, with our that free being agency said, show. <laughs> let's jump into it right now. Big Nick yeah. the Quick, talk to me about the moves you loved across the board. A um, few moves that I loved. Are, uh, are we no, going to do East and West, or you want to just do across the league? Let's just go Let's just go across the league. Okay, man. yeah, I actually. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to throw you a curveball on this one. I mean, I think it's easy to kind of point out some of the bigger moves, but I'm going to go with a couple small moves that I love. Number 1, Gabe Benson to the Los Angeles Lakers, 3 years, 30 million dollars. Solid, solid, solid work. Solid work from the Lakers overall in free agency if you really want to be honest. Uh picked up Gabe Vincent, picked up Jackson Hayes, uh picked up a couple other guys that are just going to I think Jared Vanderbilt, uh, a couple other guys that are just going to fill up minutes for them. That's what they needed. If you talk about LeBron James entering year, what is this, 21, 22? You just need competent NBA players who can lighten the load at different points in the season. Uh, if you watch the Lakers, Hatchamore was awesome for them when they did bring him over. D'Angelo Russell, kind of a guessing game, whatever. I don't mind it. Two years, $37 million for him. But I feel like going out, getting a guy like Vincent, who we just watched be an absolute gamer on a finals run. This is a guy that you know that you can play in serious minutes when you get um, – into May and June and all that. So I absolutely love that move. I thought that was an awesome move for them. Um, what else did I really love? Uh, Max Yeah, Bruce. really quick. But really quick on the yeah, Lakers. Right. Yeah. They get Austin Reeves for a fairly cheap number. Restricted free agent or that, not. Yeah. Someone could have came in and just ran the number up on them, and they didn't. They end up getting him four years, $56.25 million. That's $14 million a year. Austin Reeves is going to be worth every single penny for of sure. that four-year 56 and a half or 56.2 million dollar deal like you said Rui three-year 51 million that's 17 million a year they add D'Angelo Russell they add Gabe Vincent they they uh, another team taking a swing at Cam Reddish can they wake him up bro Cam (laughs) Reddish is not even 24 years old nine lives of Cam Reddish but he's not even 24 years old so he can't he can't play but yeah for sure hey for for the eight or nine minutes a game that they're gonna give him that's gonna be fine dude he can come in he can hit some shots yeah yeah do his thing quick story I was in the garden for almost every NBA Knicks game this year at the garden Cam Reddish was on the Knicks for a, for a good chunk of the year. Every time I saw this guy, he's just disengaged and sitting on the bench pregame. Listening to to whatever he was listening to, had his headphones on, but I never really saw him engaging with people. I never really saw him getting tons of work in pregame. It was like he was out of the rotation with Tibbs and he was waiting to get moved. And that's fine, but it's just like that that type of attitude I feel like is kind of what's easy for you to move him and get him out of the door so i hope he finds it i hope he gets he's still living what, whatever off, still living off his high school name cam reddish was a massive recruit coming out of high school big name in that zion rj uh rj class but yeah i'm hoping he turns it around but again he's gonna play what 10 to 15 minutes there have some moments but if you look at it what they did overall and on the austin reeves deal um, yeah. like obviously I love that deal for the Lakers. I absolutely hate it for Austin Reeves. When you really look at it, Austin Reeves signed a contract that's worth what one and a half million dollars more per year than Kobe White. Like to me, Reeves could have easily got $20 million a year in free agency. Maybe he loves it in LA. 
Maybe he wasn't entertaining other offers or anything like that, but I find it hard to believe that no one came in and tried to make it tough for the Lakers on that deal because $15 million for him is a steal. Based yeah, on no doubt. Saw. I feel like he should have called up Fred Van Vliet, bet yeah. on yourself, played played the year. Absolutely. Played the restricted year and then went and got that bag next year. Because, yeah. yeah, I 15 agree. $15 million that, for four years, locking him in, especially like the third year of that deal when you're making $15 million three years from now and you got cats like uh, LaMelo Ball making 60 like it's crazy, man. You're kind of yeah. you're, you're almost in like a mid-range deal. And you're already 25. Yeah, and you're already 25, exactly. So and I don't yeah. know if you really have a high ceiling like that. You know what I mean? Or I'm sorry, a high, yeah, high ceiling like that. Like you're kind of, you know, he, he can get better, but it's not like yeah, man. I yeah, that's a money. steal. Fifty-six million dollars over steal. four for Austin is a steal. And uh shout out Torian Prince, one year, four point five. Those are all Torian the moves. Prince, not uh not yeah, that's what I meant. Torian Prince, yeah. Yeah. Those are all the moves for the Lakers. Good good pickups, bro, to yeah. be completely honest. I love the Rui ad in the middle of the season. Austin Reeves just doesn't move. D'Angelo is whatever, but he still sticks around. Can't contribute here and there. Jackson Angelo uh, run around, do some things. Yeah, I actually saw – and I saw stuff. Torian Prince at the Garden hit eight threes, I think. It was seven or eight threes. He went ballistic. It was crazy. Torian shout Prince out, shout out looked Torian like Larry Bird. Yep. <laughs> but, okay, yeah, the next the – next, uh, the it's next be, name that came out topic. of your mouth was 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 uh, Matt Struess. The Struess Niang combination going to Cleveland, I absolutely love it. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers needed shooting; they needed shooting from someone who can give you a little bit of size. Um, and you at you got two really really good shooters. Niang's a knockdown shooter. We saw him in Philly. Um, I thought Niang was always one of your type guys. You like the Niang, uh, who's my <laughs> man, Bertans type guys. Uh, Niang is that for me. He is just a knockdown shooter. I think he shot. Well, 42% last year. Struess, again, another guy we just saw come up big during a big playoff run. Another guy that can hit shots. If you're Cleveland, you just kind of need to add to this roster. Your big move was last year with Mitchell, right? So you want to continue this Mitchell and Garland thing. Perhaps you look to move Allen because Allen and Mobley look kind of, you know, funky in the playoffs. But bringing in two guys to stretch the floor, help you shoot. And compliment uh, Garland and Mitchell. I love them. I love those moves. I think it was smart free agency. You can look at the money for Struess, right, at $16 million a year and be kind of have a little bit of sticker, sticker shock. But remember, man, this is 2023. Cats are making $60 million a year. So compared to like what the top end of salaries is, that 15, 16 million is kind of like what five used to be. And I don't have a problem with that for Struess. You hate this deal. <laughs> I don't hate it. Hate like it's a it. strong word. I, like I will it. say this. Shout out Max Struess. There's now there's literally guys, Struess, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson. He didn't move from Miami. But these are all guys that got paid that easily could have been out Kendrick of the league. Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. Shout out Pat Riley. Shout out Eric Spolstra. Getting these guys money and opportunity to to impact themselves their family and, and show and highlight their talent that's the biggest thing about a lot of the stuff in the nba if you don't find a situation that highlights what you do best you're in trouble because yep. it looks like you can't play miami heat highlighted max Struess to a t yeah this is actually what he could do in the nba and how he could impact games and and they showed that now I think this is an overpay. I don't I don't see why Max Struess, first of all, needs a fourth year. I'm glad he got the fourth year. But let's go through, let's go through 
some of the people that got four years. Cam Johnson, a similar similar type of player, but Cam Johnson is, is better. Yeah. Kuzma, Draymond, fourth year. I have absolutely no idea why he got four. Yeah, oh, uh, Draymond, Perl, Draymond's agent won free agency. Yeah, Jacoperlo got four. And Dylan Brooks got Dylan Brooks got four. He impacts the game. But like you know what a perfect example of is of the is, the, is this Herb Herb Jones and Max Struess essentially got the same deal. Struess got a little more money, like seven million more, well, one point seven more million a year. But like I'm taking Herb Jones before I'm taking Max Struess. They're 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 essentially a little different dudes. One's a shooter. One is working on his shooting, but is a lockdown defender sure. and does a lot of different things. Runs the floor a little better. But I just feel like 15.7 is a little too much for Struess. I think it's a win. I think it's a win for him. I, I'm looking at the Dante DiVincenzo deal for the Knicks as a way better number than what Max Struess is. I think it should have been somewhere around. Do you think Struess gets the DiVincenzo, DiVincenzo deal? Yeah, I think it should Fair be enough. like right around like a 12.5. I think it's just a little bit of an overpay. But it, 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 if it works like it could, I'm interested to see. I watched a lot of Cleveland Cavaliers, and I watched a lot of them in the playoffs. After Garland and Mitchell, ain't not a lot of shots left, bro. Like, those boys get up a lot of shots. Now, Struess doesn't need the ball. Nope. He's going to move off the rock. He's going to get them up. Neither does Nia. Um, Yeah, no. So, I'm not overall mad at the deal. My, you know me, Nick. My biggest thing in reactions is when when I see overpays. I'm like, man, how did how is this how does this happen? And that's kind of what I felt like when I was looking at the Struce deal. I think he'll impact the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think it'll be good. I just think they overpaid. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I mean, again, I think in today's terms, fifteen million dollars ain't what it used to be. I hear you on that. I think you bring up a good point with Herb Jones, but I kind of feel the same way about Herb Jones' contract that I do about Reeves. I think Herb Jones getting fourteen again. Either the Bulls grossly overpaid for Kobe White or some of these guys don't know how to negotiate contracts. I don't understand how Herb Jones is making $2 million more a year than Kobe White. It doesn't really make sense to me, um, especially when we watch Herb Jones, especially a couple of years ago. Like you talk about a guy that impacts the game. So I got no problem with the Struce deal. I think that you're going to always overpay in free agency, but are you overpaying for something that you need? And that team absolutely needed shooting, right? Those guys are catch and shoot guys. Struce doesn't need to... You don't need to run plays for him. He's not going to handle the rock or try to pull up. So when those shots kind of are left, it's going to be for those catch-and-shoot type guys. The deal I didn't like was extending Karis LeVert. Um, LeVert, to me, is empty buckets, empty calories, kind of a black hole. I get it. He can score, um, but that's about it. Um, but I don't. maybe they just didn't really have a choice. You want to bring back as many guys as you can. But I think that they very clearly addressed a need. And then still open themselves up to be able to make some more deals again if they want to try to pursue an Allen trade, uh, maybe try to get another big that can stretch the floor for them, something like that. But you said it. You watched a lot of Cleveland, man. You knew exactly what they needed, and shooting is 100% what they needed. Yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> Talk to me. What else? What else what we else, got? What else do I love? I don't know how much more I really love if we're being completely honest. Um because shout out shout out Kuzma I like that deal I actually think 25 million dollars a year for Kyle Kuzma is a, is a good deal for Washington um as far as the, the money I think he could have got 30 million 35 million dollars a year just based on what else is going on around there yeah so as far as value I like that deal um I like the Cam Johnson deal hey listen I borderline 
I borderline like the flat, the love the Fred Van Vliet deal. I love Fred Van Vliet. That goes without saying. Rock yeah. the finest. Get your money. Uh, by far the richest person to ever come out of Rockford. Illinois, <laughs> owns the whole town. Still stays there in the off season. Um, an overpay for sure. But if you're Houston, you are going to overpay people to come play for your team. But also, if you're Houston, you need to get some professionals in the building, right? Like you 100% need to get some adults in the room. If you ever want to try to turn that thing around, you got some young talent, but those guys are just kind of pissing into the wind right now. Um, so I think bringing in Van Vliet, um, bringing in uh, Dylan Brooks contract. I hate, we can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, lot Landale, that's a lot of money for those guys. So they obviously overpaid a lot, but I, I, I don't, I don't mind the spirit of the Van Vliet deal, but as far as loving many, I think that those are the only couple of deals that I love. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna throw throw shade at Fred. It's Van not Vliet. possible. <laughs> I'm glad Fred Van Vliet is making forty two point eight million dollars oh, a, a year. Fred Van, say that again. Fred Van Fred Vliet is making forty two point eight million dollars. NBA a year. champion Fred Van Vliet. Yes, that's right. Forty two point eight million dollars. In a no, in a no, uh, with a with a no state income tax yeah. in Houston. So living great. Stack up your bread. Pack up let me go family. back to the. Let me go back to the Kuzma deal. Mm. I think this is playing for the Wizards for a four year, just over hundred million dollars for Kyle Kuzma. I believe is perfect for both spots. Let me explain why. Kyle Kuzma is going to get paid $25 million per to essentially do whatever he wants in Washington. One night I feel like trying to score 40. One night I don't feel like playing at all. And it's going to go under the radar. No one's going to care about it. Kuzma was younger. You, you pretty much mean what Bradley Beal has been doing for the past yes. six years? Yes, correct. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma, he was a younger kid, but we saw – what he looked like under pressure in LA to you need to come up and produce here every night. He was having a hard time with that. Could have been LA could have been a lot of different things, but the situation tough under those lights with the, the, the framework that was around him. Now I think Kuzma can play. He could score. He could do a lot of different things on offense. But he's, uh, in my opinion, a, a, a not high-pressure type guy. That's where he thrives. He can go do all his fashion shit. He can do all his extracurriculars. He can date his supermodels wherever they're at. Shout out Winnie Harlow. Thotties in D.C. Him, him and Jordan Poole bringing all the thotties to D.C. But what I'm, what I'm getting at is that's going to be pressure-free hoops out there. He's like, okay, I'm signed on the line for the 100 mil. I'm going to go out there every other night and just mess around. And I think that's a great fit for a guy like Kyle Kuzma who has a ring. That's the number one point. He already has a ring. Has the ring. He doesn't have to deal with that, that the other pressures of LeBron James and this, that, and the third. He'll just be able to be the guy in Washington. Still keep so, his place in L.A. And got a crib out there. I guess if you're the Wizards – you got to keep guys like that, but I'm not mad at that. 25.5 for, for Kyle Kuzma, who can fill it up. And for me, for the Wizards, it's a tradable deal. Yeah. Right? Like, that number stays tradable. So, that's why I liked it for the Wizards. Like, if you're going to do that type of contract, 
because you're sitting on an untradeable deal in Jordan Poole, probably. Like, I think that deal gets progressively worse as we look at it. But Kuzma, look, Kuzma's big, can guard multiple positions, and can shoot. Yep. And at some point, some contender is going to want that. And as the years get less, so maybe not this year, but next year and the next year after that, where it's like, oh, two years, $50 million left for Kuzma, who's 28 and an NBA champion. And to your point, like, yeah, he, he, he has folded under pressure, but he's also delivered under pressure, right? Like, he mattered on that championship team. He was a member of a championship team, um, and he got it done. So I think that that contract's tradable. Like, when I look at some of these deals, and we can get into this on one that I absolutely hate, but, like, is that deal going to be tradable if you need to get out from under it, right? Like, Kyle Kuzma is a deal that you can trade. The opposite of that, and my number one absolutely hate deal is Jeremy Grant. Talk about getting extra years that you shouldn't have gotten. Five years, $160 million for Jeremy Grant. I, I just don't understand how a 29-year-old Jeremy Grant gets a deal that averages $32 million a year, gets a deal that's five years. Um, I get maybe if you thought like, hey, signing Gr- Jeremy Grant is going to keep Dame here, but obviously that wasn't the case. So I just don't understand how they signed that deal without any assurances that Dame's going to be on the roster. And he signs it, and two days later, Dame requests a trade. Um, so I think at $32 million a year for a 30-year-old player who's, at best, um, a good role player on a good team, otherwise just kind of like a big stats guy on a not-so-good team is crazy because I just don't think that anyone's going to want to take that deal from you. I think you're stuck. And now when you're looking at to, to be a rebuilding team in Portland, you're stuck paying $32 million a year to Jeremy Grant who doesn't necessarily move the needle. So deals like that to me, um, that was the one that stuck out. Obviously it was one of the first deals that was signed when free agency started. Again, when I saw it, I was like, Oh, that must mean that Dame is for sure coming back. Um, But obviously that's not the case. And I think now they're going to be stuck on a five-year deal. That's going to be impossible to move for them. Um, I think you're back. You lost me on that, but yeah, pretty much talking about the Jeremy Grant deal and how it's the exact opposite of the Kuzma deal. And that you're going to be left with a deal that you cannot move for a 29-year-old player, and now you're going to be entering a rebuilding phase. So I was basically saying that, look, when they first signed it, I was like, oh, that means Dame's for sure coming back, right? Like, you don't give Jeremy Grant a 29-year-old player five years unless you're trying to make Dame happy. But obviously, that was a misread on their part. And to me, it's just an immovable contract. Like, I don't see at any point. He's not going to get any better. He's already 29, um, and he's just okay to begin with. So I I just don't don't get what... And who are you bidding against for five years, 160 million for Jeremy Grant? Yeah, I've, it's I have no idea. It's such a bad deal. I don't really understand why. One why of the worst he would contracts get, I've seen in recent memory. Yeah, I don't know why he would get that that amount of years. With it, it had to be a Dame thing. Like, oh, Dame is staying. I guess that was their swing for Dame. But I, I just don't really. Yeah, I don't really get that. That is going to be an unmovable deal. Unmovable. He's going to be 33 years old. It's going to be. It, that's that's an awful. Awful all, deal. All, all timer. Like yeah. go bear, go bear level unmovable deal. Um, even though they were able to move that. Um, but yeah, it, <laughs> but it, you it, saw it what just, it cost. Yeah, it costs, yeah, it cost forty-seven right. first round picks. Yeah, um, exactly. But no, they got all those picks for that. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It cost it to, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had to get yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so to me, that one didn't make sense. Again, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, Dame's coming back. Like, they must know for sure Dame's coming back if you're locking up Jeremy Grant. And in that case, it's still an egregious overpay, but it makes sense because you want to have guys on the roster with Dame. But with no Dame now, man, that that fuck that's like a, a rebuild fucking up type deal because you're going to be paying 30-plus million dollars to a guy 
that is 30 years old with zero upside and no one's going to want that contract. Yeah, no question. We got a few minutes here. Let's what talk did you about- hate? Oh, well, I didn't. <laughs> I, oh, the Draymond Green deal. Yeah. Oh, same. same yeah. <laughs> we, we can close it there. This is, Listen, they're in absolutely no way, shape, world that Draymond <laughs> Green should be getting four more years. That is outrageous. And it's all four locked in, right? Yeah. No, no option. No, no option. It's a it's a straight four-year deal for Draymond Green. Money right Green. now, who is at Draymond Green is 33. 33 years old. Uh, two year max for Draymond yeah. Green. Two extra years? That's crazy. It's insanity. It's, it's crazy. I would have let him walk for that money. I'm telling that's you. Why, right that's now. why he was so happy at the match. He knew. He knew it was coming. Yeah. Now it's very. It's a very. Y'all. Yeah. It's a very sensitive situation with with Steph and Clay because he's an integral part. So that easily could have been Steph being like, "Yeah, if I'm gonna be around for four, I'm gonna need Dre to be around for four. That that could be it." The, the, you know the, what? The, it's, the it's really really quick. The interesting yeah. situation around the whole Warriors is that when Bob Myers leaves. That, that's a lot of red flags for me because I don't think he leaves if they had a lot of if he believes there's a lot of a lot of things a lot of positive things happening in the next three four seasons we know where you were at on the Warriors coming in what were you about to say I was just gonna say it is interesting that they have fully on full-on decided like we're just gonna go down sw- I mean it's, it's hard to argue they've won four championships including last year which I said was one of the most improbable championships I've yeah. ever seen um but they're really going to go down swinging with these three guys. Like, they're all extended. Curry's under contract. Clay's under contract. Draymond's under contract now. You moved off a pool. You don't really have any young guys. And their Wiggins is under contract. Like, this is your roster. Um, so, I, I just feel like, yeah, they, they really believe in what they have there, obviously. But it'll be interesting to see. No doubt. For no catch-up. Sports Talk Base Chicago. For, for Big Nick the Quick, I'm your Shalito. We're gonna come, we're gonna hop back on the mic once Dame finalizes where he lands. We got a couple. Jalen Brown hasn't signed yet. What's the hold up there? What are we doing with that? Out in Boston, we'll then talk about a couple different things for no catch up. We'll be back. No catch up sports on Big Chicago. For for Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little.